Greetings and welcome to the Palmetto Report. I'm Dr. Nathaniel Frederick, and I'm here with my producer and co-host, Kalisha Lyles. Thank you for joining us. Today we'll be talking about domestic violence awareness. To kick off the month of October, Winthrop's A. Bevy organization held a Purple Matters panel. From those who have experienced it and from professionals who have had experience dealing with survivors. South Carolina is currently ranked fifth, the fifth worst state for women experiencing domestic violence from their male partner. South Carolina's Attorney General held its 22nd annual silent witness vigil for domestic violence victims as well. Joining us today is Maisha Belcher, the volunteer coordinator for Safe Passage Incorporated, where they provide supportive services for survivors of domestic violence sexual assault, and child abuse. As one of the volunteer coordinators for Safe Passage, she helps individuals in the surrounding communities find ways in which they can give back and help an issue that is prevalent and ongoing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. How common is domestic violence in South Carolina? And how can we bring awareness to people who are not very informed about it? So domestic violence is very prevalent. We have been in the top um, 10 for the past 20 years. So we are currently number six um, for 2018. And um, it's it's calmed down a little. So let's say at one point we used to be number one for, yes, for uh, women killed by men in South Carolina, in the nation. So we came, you know, we're kind of coming on down. It's still not good that we are in the top 10, but um, it is progress. Um, so it is very, very prevalent. I think the issue is a lot of people don't want to talk about it. So definitely bringing awareness to it. We do community outreach events. We go to churches. We go to schools. We do prevention things. Um, we're at Winthrop a lot just on campus so people know more about what domestic violence is, what it looks like, so they can try and intervene um, or just be there for somebody to listen to them. What are some of the contributing factors to South Carolina being ranked so high? Um, honestly, you can't even put the, anything on that. Um, it, it Causes of domestic violence are power and control. That's the two main things that people want when they are abusers um a lot of times so just we'll say for instance alaska is number one right now for uh, women killed by men in the nation and they want to say that it's because of um they don't get enough sunlight and i don't see that as really a you know good excuse for someone to put their hands on someone for physical abuse um so in the there could be some biological chemistry stuff, and I get that. However, I believe it escalates the situation. It doesn't necessarily cause domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people think that because, you know, people are poor, people are uneducated, and those are, are factors, yes, to those who fall into domestic violence, but that does not mean that, you know, just because our area is poor that domestic violence is okay to happen. So you're saying that that is potentially the correlation the the socioeconomic mm-hmm. it could uh, be s- situation in the state definitely oh, yes 
Now, I know there's physical abuse, but what are the other types of abuse that people may be experiencing? Because everybody's always just like, well, he doesn't hit me. Right. You know, so. Right. Definitely. Uh, we get that a lot. And I think that's one of the big things that's good about Safe Passage. We do provide education on what domestic violence is because it's more than just physical. Um, there's actually six types of domestic violence. So one being physical. Um, you have verbal, emotional and psychological, which goes under one um, financial destruction of pets and property and then sexual abuse so there are six different types of domestic violence um and when i go out and teach that to people they're like oh like i didn't even think about that being part of you know domestic violence a lot of people you know they don't think about the destruction of pets and property punching holes in walls um slashing tires throwing things through windows like all of that is a part of domestic violence because they're trying to get power and control over another person. So um, sexual abuse, we, we see that a lot. Um, sexual assault, rape, marital rape, all that. Um, trying to just give some examples, emotional abuse, verbal abuse. That's just saying things like you're stupid. Your ideas does not they don't matter. Um, right. No one will ever want you. Things like that. We, we see that a lot. Financial abuse is a huge one that goes back to that socioeconomic um, status thing that we were talking about. Um, a lot of times the victim has never had a job because their abuser told them, don't work. You don't have to work. I got it. You just mm-hmm. stay at home, take care of this, that, and the third. Um, and I'll, I'll make ends meet. And then, you know, that sounds great. Like, that, I would love to just stay at home, right. you know, and not have to work and um you know, my significant other can go out and make all the money. But once it turns into power and control, when it's like you're allowed five dollars a week, make it last or you're allowed to get fifty dollars to live off or, you know, to feed our family of four. It, that's just unrealistic. So uh, th- those are some of like characteristics that we do see um, on that end as far as the, di- the different types. Hmm. What about the st- statistics in uh, this area? In Rock Hill area. So I'm. Not exactly sure just for Rock Hill, um, but as far as calls that we get, and I can just kind of go based off of that, um, we do serve York, Lancaster, and Chester counties. Rock Hill, I would, it's very equal amongst the three. So I can't really say, even though we get more calls from Rock Hill, more calls from Lancaster, more calls from Chester, um, but it's happening a lot, and we see all walks of life. So we see those who might be police officers' wives or police officers' husbands, um, people who are, I mean, rich, people who are poor, anybody, um, homosexual relationships, heterosexual relationships, everything. We like you, It does not discriminate whatsoever. And I think a lot of times people, you know, they might see somebody walking, they're like, oh, he or she's getting abused. They, they think that they can see it. Right. And you can't see that because people don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. They they cover it up. They want to make sure we look like a perfect family and, and we'll go with it like that. No one needs to know our business. You're listening to the Palmetto Report. We're speaking with volunteer coordinator of Safe Passage, Maisha Belcher who provides supportive services for those who have experienced domestic violence and other abuse. She also helps those in surrounding communities find ways they can give back. Could you tell us about the different resources that are provided at Safe Passage? Sure. So um, as far as our services at Safe Passage, we do provide crisis counseling. Um, We have education classes for those who need to know more about um, the relationships that they're getting into. We show them the red flags of a relationship so they can, you know, see that before they get in too deep. Uh, We teach 
boundaries, healthy relationships, everything like that in education classes. Um, we also have support groups. Uh, we do general advocacy, basic advocacy, try to help them find a job or housing if they need it. Uh, again, with that financial abuse aspect of it, a lot of times they don't know where to turn to. Um, and then we do have an emergency shelter as well that is located in uh, the surrounding area. We can't disclose the location of it to keep those individuals safe, but we do provide that as well, emergency shelter. As long as they're in immediate danger, they feel fearful of their lives, we can take them in if they need it. Um, and then for other surrounding resources, we are actually the only uh, shelter for domestic violence victims I think the next one is Safe Alliance. That's North Carolina, uh, Charlotte. And then they have one also, I want to say, in Greenville, which is Safe Harbor. And those are for domestic violence. And we are under uh, SCAVASA, which is South Carolina Coalition Against uh, Domestic Violence and Sexual Assault. So if you check out that website, it's 13 other organizations that are on there as well that do the same thing that we do. So that way there, there are more resources in different uh, areas of okay. South Carolina. And I know you said... Um, you teach people about the red flags of, the, well, the abuse that they're experiencing. What are some of the red flags that people need to look out for? Sure. So uh, characteristics of an abuser, it could be extreme jealousy, isolation. They want to get you away from friends and family. So that way they can better control where you are, what time you're coming in. They don't want you to reach out to other people for help because they want the only person to be, they want to be the only person that you can come to. Right. That way that you you feel like you can't do anything, you have to depend on that person. Uh, so those two things, um, there's plenty of them. There's so many of them, I, I can't even name them all. But um, just making sure that you look out for just very you know, like a, a honeymoon. So maybe like in two months, they're already saying, oh, I love you. I don't know what I can do with what I do without you. Uh, you're still trying to learn somebody in, right. you know, two months. So th that's kind of like a sign. Well, maybe I need to kind of step back or, mm -hmm. you know, maybe we need to spend less time together. And then you'll start seeing some some true colors come out uh, then. Ms. Belcher, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to the Palmetto Report. And for listeners, if you know someone who's experienced domestic violence, please call the Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233.